time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man Damian Lemon and the voice of your choice, Ali Muhammad. Yes, yes, this is Damian Lemon. This is Ali Muhammad. And this is In the Conversation, the podcast. We back, Black History Year for October. You know what I mean? Uh, it's coming up. We, we, you know, we about to close it on out strong, but it's looking great. It's amazing. How you doing, man? How you been? I'm doing good, man. Don't close the year before the fall hit. You know what I'm saying? Got to let the fall relax a little bit. Just got oh, cool. Oh, nah, nah. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> we going to rock out. We going to rock out. Scorpio season is right on the way. You know what Word. I mean? That's, that's a moment. You know what I mean? So, shit. We'll celebrate. Yeah. <laughs> Word up. Oh, Down. shit. The fall guy. I saw somebody... Uh, <laughs> I saw who said that shit. Shout out to Bonsu Thompson. I saw he wrote some shit. Call me the Fall Guy. That made me remember that old show, The Fall Guy. What was it called? Uh, I think that maybe that was the whole T. No, nah, it wasn't TJ Hooker. It was all in that same same cohort. TJ Hooker, The Fall Guy, Magnum PI. That was a, that was a moment in mm-hmm. TV back in the day, back when it was very few blacks. Yeah. <laughs> You was forced in the. You was forced into white culture. Mm-hmm. You knew all. You knew all of them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, 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 yeah. You knew. You knew definitely. That's back when you knew the difference between Tom Selleck and Ted Danson and whomever, yeah. whomever. Yeah. yeah, Molly Ringwald. Michael Landon to look cute. Oh man, yeah, yeah. I got. Which one was Molly Ring? I know Molly yeah, Ringwald was in a bunch Breakfast of Club. Breakfast, Breakfast Club. Redhead. Uh, Freckles. Yeah, yeah. No, nah, I remember Molly. Uh, you know she was sixteen candles too, or no? Yeah, Somebody yeah, sixteen else. candles. Yeah, definitely. She uh-huh. was, she was the main yeah. one. It's like you, you, you bought into their storylines. You know, it's yeah. weird how that works because they just this. That's all that's there. You know, what I'm saying your grandma watched, you know, General Hospital. Mm-hmm. You watching the Breakfast Club and and you know sixteen candles like you said fast times at Ridgemont High where you know Sean Penn was the cool guy right 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 yeah. Fonzarelli and shit happy days Fons, yeah yeah <laughs> you know what I'm saying saved by the bell a little later on in life yeah coolest oh, black man. nigga on TV was JJ <laughs> yeah uh, never was a big JJ fan I was more of a George Jefferson cat. Right, but I'm like saying George. as far as young and black, yeah. like he was the only one that was out here, you know. He was an artist coming through with the bell bottoms on. Right, right, <laughs> Walking right, cool. Right. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, it wasn't a lot of representation. I know. I see. I got you. I got you. No, I just wasn't a big J.J. fan, no. no I wasn't God. either. <laughs> that's, what I'm, that's what I'm telling you. <laughs> he was just the only one. Yeah. Oh, man. Funny. JJ yeah. and um and and, and Willis. <laughs> Willis was cooler than JJ to me, even yeah. though JJ was a little older than Willis. Yeah. yeah. Willis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Willis was the cool big brother. Right, right. What you talking about, Willis? That was the shit. <laughs> oh man. I remember seeing Gary Coleman in the mall one day in mm-hmm. uh Riverside, California. He was looking bad. This was like right before Maybe a couple years before he passed away, but he was—he didn't look good at all. Like, yes, I had to say. Didn't he go to your college? No, that's Emmanuel Lewis. Oh, Emmanuel Lewis. Other. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah my yeah, bad, yeah, my bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, it's all good. Yeah, Emmanuel Lewis. 
used to come through in a big ass Escalade. <laughs> <laughs> Let motherfuckers know. These residual checks still hitting. Yeah, hell yeah. I remember as a kid, I used to think how he lived was the coolest shit. Like, just how he had that little, I forget, they called it a dumb waiter or some shit like that, where he mm. could kind of, he came through the wall, remember? Like, he mm-hmm. had like a little secret compartment. It was a lot of little secret compartments back in the days. Or not even that, but like Silver Spoons, Ricky mm-hmm. Schroeder, the way he had that little, uh, that train through his house and shit. I mm-hmm. was like, oh, they doing it. Ah, yeah. That was crazy. That, that shit was. That shit, I thought that for a while, I thought that's how, not all, I mean, I was, you know, it was, I hadn't been exposed yet, but for a while, I thought that's how all white folks lived. I was like, oh, they doing it. That's what they right. got? They got trains in the crib? Wow. Yeah. See, that's how they got wow. us fucked up. That's why we yeah. all, that's why people are always comparing the best of white people to the worst of black people. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's how it, you know, white people, oh, they train their kids how to invest and, and buy stocks. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a few, a small percentage of them. We just don't know many of them. You know what I'm saying? We just watch TV. That is a very small percentage. (laughs) Yeah. I got up around some white poverty, though, early on in life. I got to see it up close. Where? um, uh, This is in Gloversville, New York. Like a fresh air fund. I think I told this story before, but I used to. uh, I didn't know they was impoverished. Oh, no, no, no. Well, it went to, I thought I told that story. Yeah, man. A few first few years, they was, it was on a, on a, um, on a farm. Mm-hmm. Shit was, shit was very idyllic. Mm-hmm. Then it was a divorce. And oh, then, yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. And then we was in the, in the hood. It was in the hood situation, the white hood. It was, uh. <laughs> yeah, divorce, divorce was the great uh, killer of, of white prosperity. In oh, the seventies yeah. and eighties, <laughs> yeah, you know, they fifties was the heyday of white mm. prosperity. Right. Then, then the, the new technology of divorce came through in the seventies. <laughs> Shit came through like a hurricane and just yeah. toppled the buildings. Yeah, I yeah. saw that during the white flight era. That divorce mm. made them can't flight no more. Yeah. <laughs> Clip their wings. Trying to get flewed out. Oh man, damn. Damn. <laughs> From white flight to trying to get flued out. Oh, damn it, man. Uh, well, <sighs> we up right now. We doing okay, so let's uh let's let's, let's, let's bask in this moment. You know, um, yeah, shout out to anybody that had their, their wings clipped due to due to uh a, a, a disunion. I don't even know if that's a word, but you know. Uh, hopefully, you bounce back. You know what I mean? And uh, I don't have any more else to say. <laughs> I don't really know much more to say. <laughs> nah, you ever I mean, be in the middle of some condolences and you just don't know where you're going with it? You just want to get the awkward moment done? You're like, ah, uh, yeah, but. Uh, uh, well, yeah, man. So, uh, yeah, you know. I uh, mean, but it was, it, was, it was really just, you know, you started to see, oh, they just like us. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, uh, Equalizer. Man. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, that shit. Oh, you dope. in this house that you can't afford too, huh? Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. You know, so it was just it was just that. That made that made me like one of them other cable movies from that era was uh The High Cost of Living, How to Beat the High Cost of Living. 
Yeah, how okay. to be the high cost of living. Whether you know, the, with some divorcees living in the suburbs, and they plotted a robbery of the of the money ball in the mall. Uh-huh. So that was very intriguing on one of them cable movies. And nine to five mm. was another one. Was like right. you know some some little struggle, white struggle going on. Man, like, oh, they ain't that far from us. Shit, dealing with that type of shit. Nine to five was um. Who was that? Uh, what's the name? Dolly Parton, right? Dolly Parton, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Dolly Parton. Dolly I almost Parton. got the Moderna vaccine because of Dolly Parton. <laughs> but, uh, I, Dolly. I really did also fan shit, but go ahead. Dolly Parton was a star of that early cable era. She had, mm-hmm. a, few, she had a few joints on there. She had the Rose, fucking 9-5. She had a lot of joints. I remember I don't even think I seen 9 to 5 Obviously I know the record But I don't think I seen it I tell you a really good Divorce movie though uh, The Squid and the Whale We talk about white divorce That's a good movie It's just a movie About a a couple Getting divorced But it's um, It's just acted Really well I forget who the actresses are I mean the actor And the actress Oh man I can't remember Off the top It's a Noah Baumbach film But it's dope it takes place in Park Slope, Brooklyn. And one mm-hmm. of the things that I could appreciate, like the one thing that really pops out, is they show this cat trying to find parking about four times throughout the movie. And it is so true to life. I've never seen nobody really <laughs> bring that across in a way that is so like, and there's parts where he's like, you know, he got his kid, you know, his son or one of his sons in the car. He's like, you want to come? Drive around with me while I find parking. His son's like, nah, I, I want to get out. And he was like, nah, man, get the fuck out of here. And it was just like, man, yeah, I appreciated that. Yeah, The Squid of the Well is really good, though. So it's obviously a modern movie. Fairly modern. It might have come. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think it was supposed to be set in the 80s. I want to say it came out okay. in 05 or something like that. But right, I think right, it was supposed right, to be set. Yeah. In the yeah. 80s? I think that's the setting for it. Okay. Yeah, I think it's supposed to be a setting. And it's like, um, basically, the dude is like a writer who at one point was doing well, or he had a book that came out of dead well, but it hasn't been the same ever since. So he's trying to figure it out. But, you know, he's still, you know, he's feeling himself as the intelligentsia. You know, it's still mm-hmm. defined like that little bit of a... Uh, you know, a little bourgeois, bourgeoisie with it. You know what I'm saying? And his wife, she was kind of the housewife who kind of put her career on hold to raise the children. But then later on, she starts to kind of start writing and it starts to hit for her. And mm-hmm. it's just, it's a funny moment where, you know, tables kind of turn a little bit. But uh, they both, they, it's it's really, it's a really good movie because they, they hit some different things. And it's, uh, you know, they, they're both real good, like really good actors in it, like really good characters in it. But um, the pops, it's just funny to see him kind of, you know, uh, take the L. You know what I mean? How, how it's kind of, it's kind of devastating a bit of his psyche. Cause mm-hmm. he, you know, he sees himself as one thing, and it's not adding up. You know what I mean? So how he kind of reconciles that, it, it is funny throughout the movie. Yeah, you check it out. I think it's on Netflix still. Yeah, right. I checked it out over the pandemic. But, uh, 
I'll check it out. I wonder. I wonder when did. Wonder if it was the pre gentrification Park Slope. Cause there's a movie yeah. called The Landlord that was like. Oh, the Hal the Ashby hood. joint. Huh. Yeah, yeah, Hal Ashby. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah, when yeah, Park yeah. Slope was the hood. <laughs> mhm. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, right. Well, he was the like the only white guy to move in the in the spot. Well, he, yeah. yeah, he was the landlord of of a building that had a bunch of black people in the hood. Mhm. Yeah. He was the yeah, landlord. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's, That's enough oh, about them. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> 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 Oh, it, shit. It's funny because my son, uh, my middle son, who's in 12th grade, he wrote an article for the school mm-hmm. newspaper that uh, was called The Death of the Hood Classic. And mm. he makes his case of, of you know, you know, what's the criteria for Hood Classic and, and you know, how that genre is kind of fading, fading out. For right now, you know what I'm saying. So mm-hmm. I thought it was pretty interesting how he broke it down. I almost, mm-hmm. you know, what I'm saying. He said, he said one of his lines almost got, you know, what I'm saying, you know, how you get too too deep into it. Like, hold up now, he's <laughs> overstepping mm-hmm. your bounds. He was saying mm-hmm. that. Um, he said some line, and then he was saying, unlike the Friday sequels, you know what I'm saying, and I almost took it as if he was saying Friday wasn't no hood classic. I'm like, wait a minute now, you you, mm-hmm. <laughs> you trip. But he was saying that the sequels wasn't, and I, and I still had to be like, ah, nah, because some of those, you know, what I'm saying, Pinky and all them, Mike Epps, those, those still fall into a hood classic. They might not be as popular as the original, but they didn't fall too far off. So, right, it was funny to have that debate with a with a kid who wasn't even born when those movies was out. And I'm like, right. where you did the research from? I didn't do no research. I'm like, oh, it's just osmosis, huh? You just <laughs> ain't do no research. That's what he said. <laughs> I was like, okay. nah, like he just noticed. Like you ain't even seen these movies. What's he talking about? But he was able. Yeah. He broke it down. He must have seen them on you know, I mean, on Netflix or something. Right. But he he broke down. You know, his understanding of you know hood classics and how like with the expansion. And inclusion in Hollywood of different kinds of black movies that we may not see hood classics as often as we once did. Interesting. How did he define a hood classic? Did it have a um? Did he have a definition of? Well, it was it was made by black people for black people. Um, mm-hmm. It was um, set in a black setting, and the hood re- received it well. Those was the three criteria, I think. Got if I'm, I'm going off the top of the dome, but I think that was the criteria. Yeah. I mean, I didn't, I, I did not agree with what he was saying. You know what I'm saying? Except for that one little uh-huh. line about Friday, I was like, okay, that's on point. That's on point. <laughs> he, touched okay. he touched you with that, yeah. Yeah, I was it's like, oh, you paying attention to the world, huh? Okay, because right. you don't know, right. you don't know what these kids be thinking. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm-mm. They just be sitting around complaining. They peeping it though. They like yeah. surveillance cameras. They see it all. Yeah. Uh, um, it's always interesting too because I really peeped that, and uh, it was very defined when I was on Clubhouse like last summer or whatever. You know, back when it was like really kind of going strong. I mean, it's still around. 
I jump in there every so often, but it feel like the old mall. You know what I mean? Like it ain't the traffic is different. You know, but um I uh I would see and I uh, I think we talked about that, I would see like, you know, based on your generation that starts your viewpoint, you know? And you mm-hmm. might have some context that was passed down you know, from you through people talking about it, maybe your parents was talking about it, older, you know what I mean, documentaries, whatever. You know what I mean? Whatever it was that kind of shapes the the setting or the context for some of the stuff that you uh, were exposed to that was there before you, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... You know, it's almost like I was saying, it's like some of these young kids, is almost, it's like how they have like Civil War buffs. Mm-hmm. These are people that study the Civil War, but obviously they weren't around when it was going on, but they become somewhat documentarians, the historians of that era that they didn't participate in. And it could get a little tricky, you know, because if you weren't there, it's a different approach to what it is. And the thing is, they'll be talking about certain things with so much certainty that you almost, you know, not that you would ever forget that they weren't there, but, like, if you were there, like, how you were, like, even in that moment with the Friday sequels, you're like, well, hold on. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? Because Mm -hmm. (laughs) maybe that's what you heard or maybe the way in which you came and, you know, you you came to it or what you've read about it or what you've seen or whatever, mm-hmm. it might have informed this take. But trust me, from being an eyewitness, this is what it really was. You know what I mean? This is how it really was. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to mm-hmm. wave your eyewitness cards. Like, I was right. there. You know, hashtag, was you there. wasn't there. Yeah. But um, I will say to the hood classic thing, because that's a, I like that thesis. I... I think, though, one thing about the Hood classic and even, like, the B-movie, if we go even broader, the B-movie, the you know what I mean, it's, you know, whatever, straight-to-video movie, streaming kind of ate some of that up. Like, mm-hmm. there is, there's these Hood classics, but they don't, they might not be, you know, marketed, you know what I'm saying, like, since they're going straight to Netflix or Amazon Prime or whatever like that. Like, the hood might not even know like they might have known before. You know what I'm saying? Like, back in the day, like, you know, they might have been an ad in in a, in a hip-hop magazine. It might have been a little bit of TV ads during, you know what I'm saying, some type of black programming. You know what I mean? It might have been a soundtrack and all of that type of shit. Now a lot of these things just, just drop. Like, mm-hmm. I, I would imagine, I don't know if it's a classic, but I would imagine something trying to get in that genre is, you know, Boosie's new movie. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like, supposedly it did a million in one week, allegedly. You know, who knows? That's what the that's what he's reporting. It did a million in one week. I mean, that's, that's phenomenal if that's the case. And I haven't seen it yet. You know what I'm saying? I kind of, I kind of, <laughs> you know, at some point I might check it out. But I haven't seen it yet. But uh, that could be in contention. Who knows? That could be in contention. I don't look like it was embraced as well. Yeah, we know Boosie's kind of on the on the he's on the fringe. You know what I'm saying? He's uh, he's like a he's like an 85 year old black man from Louisiana. Like he got that sensibility. Like his his uh his OS is kind of uh it's a little dated. It's a little dated. It ain't it ain't it's a few updates behind. But 
you know, the people that he kick it with, they, their updates don't be as updated as well either. Sometimes <laughs> it's like, yo, they, because that's what Boosie say. He said, every time I'm in the airport, the old people say, keep doing you, Boosie. I'm like, all right, well, you know, they, they, all right, they might not be on Twitter. But, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, yeah, there's like, there's that movie, there's a movie called Buffs, like a Detroit type of movie. There's a few of these little, little hood movies i haven't been watching them like that but i'm curious i'm curious what your son to think of those or if he's checked any of those out you know what i mean nah, and, i think he's and more if they talking meet about the criteria i the think he's talking about like the, the ones up above the above board you know what i'm saying got it the the got bigger it, ones it. the ones that made it through what was your last what was the last hood classic that you can remember like in your mind that i watched that you watched that you were like this is it. I think oh, I got man. one. Just let me hear yours so I can think. <laughs> <sighs> if I'm thinking about it, just off the top of the head, it's probably something since um, classic. I'd probably say paid in full. Paid in full. Go, yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm, I'm trying to think of anything. I, and I think, instant. and it's funny because I think he bookended the the classics at paid in full. Okay. I think that was that's where that's where he uh I think if I'm not mistaken, I'll have to go back and read it, but I think paid in, well dope. I think dope mm. is where he said uh <clears throat> he said uh he said dope, though not a commercial success, you know what I'm saying, is a final goodbye to hood films as a genre. You know what I'm saying? Because he's saying mm. that dope brought in new ideas of what the hood was, you know. Interesting. And, okay. And, and um, and uh, hold on, say in the movie circuit, meaning that while it is a hood classic, it marks a de- departure from the formulaic hood movies of the past. Not actually by departing from the formula, but by injecting mm. it with new ideas on what the hood can be. Mm. So, so that's so boom. Then he, he 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 said why how precious didn't meet the criteria because it wasn't embraced because it was too too real. And <laughs> people didn't want it. <laughs> it sound like you. It yeah, sound it like was. you last week. Yeah, but it was. <laughs> yeah, shit. He said Precious yeah. is a hard to watch upsettingly tragic tragic movie. Precious serves mm. to address the failings of our government and the community. But it does so without the reprieve of comic relief or the exhilaration of gun violence. And so, <laughs> <laughs> and so it joins the Pantheon as one of the greatest and saddest hood films ever made. <laughs> wow. I wonder what else is in that Pantheon. <laughs> that Pantheon is one of the greatest and saddest. Damn. That shit oh, is great. That's, that's funny. Oh, man. Gems. Yeah, 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 it was man. some good shit in there. But I think Paid in Full is one of the, you know what I'm saying, one of uh, the, the bookends of, of the, the genre. <laughs> okay. Uh, so who you got? What you got? I said Paid in Full. What you got? I, I think Paid in Full is the last one that, I, uh-huh. that I've that i noticed. Um, right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I, I would agree with Paid in Full. I can't think of any. I think, you know what I mean, I don't, you know, Friday probably is, you know, I think when he what he said about Friday, he also said that Friday gave us, you know, a different view 
a different point of view of, of the hood, which made it mm-hmm. was one of the things that made it stand out. I believe that. I think it's one of the, you know, the greatest hood movies. Right. Without being hoodish all the way. It was the hood in a way that you kind of related to it from an everyday perspective. It's like, right. you know, you got that one silly ass nigga who always fucking up. You know what I'm saying? The one cat gets going to work doing his thing. You know what I mean? Graduated and just got a job, you know? So it had all the elements of the hood, but from a whole different perspective. Yeah. Yeah, now Friday was good. <clears throat> Friday was good. Just there it was it was basically today was a good day on a right. certain level, but with some bullshit involved. Right. But right. it wasn't <laughs> Yeah, man. That was that was a moment. That was a moment. I'm trying to I'm trying to think. I'm gonna get at some thought. In the comments, if y'all got any hood movies that have come past paid in full or any nominees, honorable mentions. Mm-hmm. Let us know. You know what I mean? Let us know what you rocking with. Let us know if you've seen the Boosie movie and what did you think? <laughs> curious. I'm curious. I'm glad to check it out. Let's see what's what. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to get that some thought. So I'm to get yeah. that some thought. Yeah. So yeah, so that was a trip reading that, you know what I mean? And just looking at a kid's thought thoughts right. on, you know right. what I'm saying? On shit we grew up in and watching. Yeah, that's cool. What class is that for? No, this was for the school newspaper. For the, oh, for actually, the newspaper. Oh, dope. Yeah, dope, yeah. Dope. It's Stuyvesant High School, the uh, student newspaper. If you that's Google hard. it, it comes up. The the Death of a Hood Classic. I'm going to check it out. Yeah. By Asa Muhammad. Well, shit. That's what it is. Um, uh, I meant to ask you. You didn't name he's, your son's named after Acer Hilliard, is he or no? Nah, my wife, you know, felt like that was a a good biblical name. Oh, then, okay. Yeah, and then then uh, she she knew Acer. I mean, she might have brought that up because she came up with that. She she the one put that one on the table. Right. So right, right. she could have have heard it, but from Acer Hilliard first. Maybe okay. I will ask her. But I'm not sure. I'm not sure if that was the that was the uh, initial thought. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But I, I, you know, what I'm saying I thought it was a, you know, it was a, it was a good enough name without sounding slave like a slave name. You know, I went with that. <laughs> you know the death of the slave name. Exactly. Oh, that, was, that was the whole What's point it? of my daddy doing right, this now. Right, 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 right. We don't want no slave names. <laughs> what you think the last? <laughs> what's one of the what's a what's a slave name that endured throughout the years? I mean, that, uh, what's right? <laughs> what you think? Like, if you thinking of there's some names out there that you feel like still got a little slavery on them. All of them. Nah, not all of. We in a new era where there's not uh, many that could be. Who's what? <laughs> Yo. I think we're in a new era. Like, we're in a whole new era of, like, we didn't flip the names to a different level now. The shit done got creative. Like, I don't think Beyonce got any slavery nah, on them. You well, know what I'm you saying? Know, niggas is still named Smith and Williams and Johnson. And oh, no. No, I'm not talking about last names. Like, we can't get away from the last name. I'm talking about, you know, like, you know, there used to be names. like, And I feel bad because I know people with slave names. You know what I'm saying? But uh, not, you know, young people, but, you know, like, uh, 
See, I don't, I don't even want to throw people Lurito, under the bus. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, uh, you know, Otis, Otis Carlos, Albert, Hattie, um, <laughs> Geraldine. You know, I'm Cleophis. trying to think of some. Cleophis, I ain't want to do it to Cleophis. Cleo, shout out to my man Cleophis. Yeah, shout out to Cleophis, but that, that yeah. is, that's that's one of them old ones, boy. That's straight out of that's the, old, the plantation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm trying to see, is it any, you know, I think we've kind of, for the most part, kind of uh, progressed out of that. You know, they, that's like Francis. When you track our family, it was a Francis in every generation, all the way back. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I guess Francis is kind of on the uh, <clears throat> the spectrum. On the on the on the slave name <laughs> spectrum. Ah, <laughs> yo! If you got a slave name, shout yourself out in the comments or report a slave name friend you got. You know what I mean? Let <laughs> us like know. Report them. <laughs> report them. <laughs> Anyway, uh, that's what's up. Oh. I don't even know why uh, you went down that damn rabbit hole. I don't even know. We got into it. We got into it, man. He said you ain't want no slave, no slave names in your in your lineage. And that's what made me think about I mean, it. I, I, said, just, yeah, I, guess I so. was just trying to continue it, man. No, I can take it. My pops went it. through a lot of hell to change his whole situation to right, <laughs> something right, that. Right, right. That was different. That's what you gonna name the baby? What? Yeah, imagine that. Yeah, we thinking about uh So Jeff bro. Uh, yeah, we thinking about young Jeff bro. I think it's I think it's kind of uh you know, retro, a little iconic. We felt like, you know, wanna take it back. No, don't do that. <laughs> oh shit, man. Woo! Uh yo, so I'ma say it, man. I don't know. Maybe I'm biased. I'm probably biased. I'm sure people are biased. But I think Kane won that versus. I'm just gonna go out mm. and say that shit. Mm. Yeah, man. I well, think so. Mm. Go ahead. Mm. Mm. <laughs> That's a strong take. Yeah, man. Listen. Nah, listen. he won it for me because I'm a Kane fan. But objectively right. speaking. Uh-huh. KRS1 uh-huh. came with the shits. He was ready. Of course, we already knew that. He was already ready. He started off with the shits. All right, we ain't even going to wait for him to come on out. Right. Got down. Kid Capri, let's run it. And he, you know, he and he went straight to his joints. He went straight to some joints. What did he Can't. kick it off with? He kicked it off with um, Step It To A Round? Nah, nah. Step he it kicked to- it off with one of them other ones. Um, you know, one of them... It- Something new joints, you know what I'm saying? Oh, what? I thought he kicked it off he, a little he kicked, later. It might have been a second. It might have been a second out, but it wasn't you know, stepping to the world. He he brought that later. I remember okay. he came with that. That's when yeah, you realized that he had too many. His hits went. His joints went further into the history map. You know what I'm saying? Than Kane's. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Kane tapped out around about ninety, eighty nine, ninety, ninety one, maybe. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's when he was, you know, Madonna had him fucked up. I'm blaming on her, but um, but KRS was still rolling strong through through the '90s. You know what I'm saying with some joints. So that's when you know Kane got stuck in the Kane era. But Kane was cool. 
all the way through. His nigga didn't bust a sweat. You know what I'm saying? Nope. Kane knew every fucking word. You know what I'm saying? That shit yep. sounded like it sounded in the 80s. You know what I'm saying? Carol one was kind of switching his flow up and, you know what I'm saying, doing a whole lot of top of the lungs and, you know what I'm saying, whole lot of jumping up and down. You know, so he was coming with the rah-rah of the scenario. Kane stayed cool, though. You know what I'm saying? That's what I appreciate. Now, I did say, you know what I'm saying, if you had to, you know what I'm saying, kick it at somebody's crib, KRS or Kane, you, I'm, I'm definitely going to be at Kane's crib. He look like he know how to host a party. You know what I'm saying? Like when, mm-hmm. <laughs> when he brought Scoop Love out there, he's like, yeah, come on, man, take your jacket off, man. Get comfortable, man. Come on, now. <laughs> right, right, <laughs> Get right, shit right. together, now. You know, Kane, right. <laughs> like he done did some living. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where you going, man? We here. We here for the night. Come on, what are you talking about? Yeah. yeah why you still got your coat on? We in round 11. Yeah. KRS look like that shit going to have a bunch of ashtrays. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Takeout boxes. <laughs> Chinese yeah. from two yeah, weeks, two man. days ago. Yeah, yeah. KRS one. He ain't got nothing to that. drink. <laughs> he ain't offered you no water, no nothing. Mm-mm. Mm-mm, mm-mm. You kind of gotta, you gotta offer yourself. Right. Hey, you got any water? Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. He's looking at the cup. Before you go get the water, I want to tell you this. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Play that joint, right. kid Capri. You know? right. You're like, damn, nigga, uh, thirsty. <laughs> I Kane, thought Kane serving yeah, ups, Kane serving motherfucking good whiskey and, and crystal. <laughs> yeah. And uh, it was good. Kane was a cool motherfucker. You know what I'm saying? Like that. And it was such a juxtaposition next to to KRS-One. KRS-One going in, he had it on paper, you know? And he had the records. And there was moments, even as it got a little later on, it was that moment when they was kind of going back and forth for the freestyle tip. Mm -hmm. Or was supposed to go back and forth for the freestyle tip. And you saw... um, KRS would say, fuck that. Right. Let's get back to these records. Let's right. nah, this nigga's like gassed out. out. <laughs> yeah. He didn't he wanted he didn't want it on the mic like that, which was a little interesting. He was like, fuck all that. I got records. I don't need to just freestyle. But um what what the say like you, you said it already, but the juxtaposition, Kane was in pocket the whole time. Mm-hmm. Sensibility wise, rhyme wise, the cadence was there, even though we said his cadence could be dated. It's it was it it worked. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because the breath control was still there, right? right. Whereas Karis One, who got hits and got records that would resonate still to this day, you know, Black Cop would be one of those. Sound of the Police would mm-hmm. be one of those. He was like on like 15. Like he could have if he'd have took it back a, a little bit of a notch back. Like he was super hype. And I don't know, at first I thought maybe it was nervous energy or whatever, but you know, this is the Blastmaster. Mm-hmm. He's just as adept as rocking the crowd as anybody else to touch that stage. So I felt like his hype levels was just, it never, it never like uh, leveled off. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And then it was like, for you to be the teacher, for you to be somebody that could be spitting that shit, you weren't like, like you wasn't 
saying your your rhymes like that. Like he was right. coming in a little bit. Like he was like I'm like yo, what's going on here? So right. that that kind of that kind of was the if I'm looking at that. And then I think Kane played it way more strategically than what I expected him. He he kind of spaced out his big records to kind of you know what I mean. You know, like to tentpole the set around records that we may have forgotten. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Or, you know, like, and then, you know, doing a little freestyle situation. There were moments that, like, I didn't like when he tried to rap on the trap beat. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he ain't need to do that because it was like he didn't really adjust his flow. He just brought that fucking 120 BPM flow to a trap record. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the cool thing about Kane is as fast as he's going, he's still saying some shit. Mm-hmm. It's just that you kind of got to, you got to, you got listen. You know what I'm saying? But uh, with that trap shit, that was one of the few moments where I was like, all right, take it easy. You ain't need to do that. Mm-hmm. It was that. Um, but, uh, and also, you know, it also makes you, you know, it's like, it's like when somebody kind of sets a precedent, it's funny who follows it now, right? Like, Karis right. one and Kane are gods, right? Um you know, Fat Joe and Ja Rule are legends. You know what I'm saying? Um, but everybody can't do that Jada moment. Everybody can't have a DJ. Yo, throw on an intro. I'm going to get busy. I'm going to kill this freestyle one time. Like, why that resonated? One, he killed it in a way where, one, nobody had done that up until then. Mm-hmm. And he was so in pocket. The shit was, you know, it was... Ain't nobody ever been able to replicate that since, but people are now, since it's an outside thing, there it, it seems like that's almost in the, the runner show. Right. You know what I mean? Jada Kiss solo freestyle moment. You know what I'm saying? Because it went so viral, and I don't think nobody's ever been, not yet, been able to do that any justice. There's been some attempts. Well, well yeah. the Jada freestyle moment doesn't work without the discombobulation of Dipset. You know what I'm saying? It was mm. the juxtaposition of his his focus within the chaos that made it what it was. Right. If everybody was kind of flowing and it was, it wouldn't have been the same moment. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like KRS and Kane, they grown as fuck. They handling themselves like grown men. They, you know what I'm saying? They they, you know, giving each other they turn. You know, I mean, y'all know KRS, you no know, line stepped a few times, but you know what I'm saying, pretty much everybody was in on the run the show. You know what I'm saying? This is how we doing right. this. Whoa, whoa, whoa. It wasn't a lot of chaos. You know what I mean? Like with the the like even the rest of the locks almost descended in that chaos. Jada was like, okay man, we gotta stay focused, man. We gotta stay focused. This is New York. You know what I'm saying? Right. You know what I mean? Right. So be because he had to kind of regulate the stage, that's what made the moment. Is like somebody right. took charge and took control of the stage and then hit them with some raw shit. You know what I mean? So you you didn't have that moment here. You had something totally different. You know what I mean? I think at the end, it felt like KRS-1 kind of, you know, line stepped a little bit because they were supposed to end. It looked like they were supposed to be over. It was supposed to be good. Boop, boop, boop. You know what I mean? And, and then... Karras one like, yeah, 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 you know, boo, 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 yeah, we just gonna end this thing. Then he's like, but Channel Live, come on out. <laughs> you know, he's like, wait a minute, now, I thought you just agreed to end the shit. Now you're gonna bring out a whole, 
Guest, he bro did two more, three more records. Kane was standing to the side like, nigga, this we was supposed to be done. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, they never got the ending that it looked like it was supposed to have because it looked like Kane was waiting on it, but it didn't happen. He just walked off. Yeah. It looked like they had, well, from what I seen, they actually had a, there was a runner show that they were supposed or they had agreed to to go in a certain manner. Like they was going to do, I think, 10 records up front. Then it was going to be like a um, a B-boy battle. Then it was going to be like a freestyle battle was supposed to go like three rounds. Mm-hmm. Then it was supposed to be a DJ battle. And then they finish up their show. So, because like initially when I watched it, it looked like Scratch was really wanted smoke with Kid Capri. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? He kind of like, yo, what's going on? Like, Kid oh. Capri is kind of like, <laughs> you DJ kind of being, like, yeah, he like, my man, I'm chilling. And then KRS-One kind of had to shut the whole thing down a little bit. And, uh, you know, like Kid Capri had to kind of, you know what I mean? Like, hold his tongue a little bit. And I'm like, <laughs> damn, why this nigga Scratch so, like, pressed? Like, anybody that knows Scratch knows Scratch because, you know, he get busy like that. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, that's nothing, that's nothing that's, undiscovered you know what i mean he's been on quite a few verses already kind of showcasing that mm-hmm. you know what i mean kid capri is more of a party dj so i'm like damn why is he why is he going like that but then after the fact because i guess he got a lot of flat he put out this whole thing he put out like the runner show this is what it was supposed to be that's why i did this it wasn't like i was coming for the motherfucker you know like unwarranted mm-hmm. so it was that there was a few moments though there was that moment <laughs> <laughs> and it was funny because I felt it, but it was funny because I heard Kane speak to that shit mm-hmm. when Buckshot came out, and then Buckshot started like rapping towards Kane and, and approaching him. I was like, "Yo, Kane look like he might put hands on this nigga." <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like he had that because you know it's a different. <laughs> Kane got a different sensibility. This nigga like just chilling in the cut. You know what I mean? Kind of like uh, you can see. You know, like, he ain't trying to, re- like, look, his patience is finite on a certain level. Got mm-hmm. the fedora on. You know what I'm saying? Like, my man, you about to really encroach on my personal space. Mm-hmm. And your your lyrics sound a little too pointed. You right. know what I'm saying? For you to, to be buckshot shorty. Hit you with a hard bottom toothpiece. Pop, pop. Yeah, hit you with <laughs> the wrath of Cain. Yeah. So so he he pivoted a little bit. I don't know if he felt that energy, but he pivoted a little bit. Gave him a pound, yo, I look up to you, da 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 But it looked like he was trying to, you know what I mean? He was gunning for him, and then he mm-hmm. kind of put his pistol away. But so Kane was talking about that, and he was like, man, I ain't know what was going on in that moment, but I knew anybody could get it. You know what I'm right. saying? So I was like, yeah, man, that was and, a moment. And that happened yeah. a few times with KRS guests. He was like, man, get your man, yeah. get your man. <laughs> the Dodge effects moment, yeah. yeah. He was like, what's like, up with your man? What's up with your man? Like, your guest is yeah. on. I don't know what you've been coaching them, but yeah, they right. got the wrong one. Yeah. I didn't even know what the fuck Dodge effects look like. Nah, I didn't. <laughs> it's funny. I mean, I did. It's been a long time. I couldn't tell you who was... Crazy Dre's, I couldn't tell the difference between who was who, you know what I mean? But, uh, you know, that was interesting. Mad Lion came out, looked oh, he like he was just shit. been, yeah, he rocked it, but he looked like he was in like a, one of them, uh, what do they call them, them, them uh, the little chamber that Walt Disney's supposed to be in? 
Yeah, My man like looked like little, he ain't aged today. Time day. chamber, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he looked like, yeah, he was on, he's aging man, like Pharrell. His, his moves was fresh. He, he, I mean, he still yeah, had man. the same moves, you know what I'm saying? Right. Voice was right. the same. Yeah, I fuck with The leather one. even looked fresh. Right. The leather looked all right for him, from, yeah. From the era, but you know what I'm saying? Right, right. Uh, it didn't look wrinkled, didn't look old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. I did see one thing that reminded me watching this versus was um, I never was really able to pull off a bubble vest. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if I bought the wrong bubble vest. <laughs> I tried a couple times, but it just never really, I never felt all the way comfortable. I always liked that. I, I don't want to say I had bubble vest envy back in the day, but certain people that could kind of, they could pull it off. Mm-hmm. Certain shit, you know how you say certain shit when you talk about certain things in blackness? <laughs> that might not be your forte. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, uh, and that might, you know what I mean? That might be a New York blackness or whatever, or East Coast blackness. But uh, the bubble vest, I, it was never, it always felt a little, it felt a little lopsided when I, pl- when I play it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Or my vest wasn't sitting how it should sit. So uh, salute. There was a, There was quite a few bubble vest appearances in this uh, presentation. Some better than others. You know, mm-hmm. Fat Joe had a luxury bubble vest. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but uh, he did. He did. You know. Uh, but, um, yeah, man, I, I was I was peeping it. I was like, damn, that's something I really don't participate in. I've I've given up the ghost on the bubble vest. This yeah. not for me. I had a couple yeah. bubble vests, you know, just in, you know, from the New York era. You know, didn't need a uh-huh. bubble vest in Miami, of course. Um, right. it's a certain, it's a certain aesthetic, you know what I mean? You can't wear it every day and it, it's, mm-hmm. and it's like a certain kind of bubble vest. I don't even attempt anymore. So, because it's, it's, it makes it, it makes you look like you're attempting to be younger than you, you know, might be, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's like a bubble mm-hmm. vest is mighty youthful, you know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's got a lot of... A lot of attitude to it. Yeah. yeah. So mm. so now my, my vest is a little more, you know what I'm saying, a grown man type of vest with mine now. You know what I'm saying? Less mm-hmm. bubble in it. You know what I'm saying? Right. <laughs> more vest. Right. Less bubble, more vest. <laughs> yeah, I'm be asking that I had thought about it. My vest, I, vests uh, are hit or miss with me. Some vests are a little better than others, but I don't. I don't take a vested interest in vests. I don't know. I have to do it. <laughs> nah, but uh, uh, the vest yeah. nowadays, like the you know the winter kind of vest, like used to. I used to see, you know, you see the you know the the bankers and all them mugs wear them vests all the time and mm-hmm. shit. And you know yeah. you, you felt like you know that's a white man thing, you know. But right. and you'd be like, man, it's all cold in here. You know what I'm saying? You got on that little ass vest. I mean, he's trying to show off that he, you know what I'm saying, from Europe and shit and could take the cold mm-hmm. and shit. That's how you be thinking. But mm-hmm. really, once you really got the right fit on a, a thermal vest, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Them little jokers Get work it. better than the big bubbles because the big bubble yeah, jokers yeah. got too much draft in them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like, if yeah. you ain't got the right fit on your bubble vest, it's a draft that gets caught up in between. <laughs> You know what I'm yeah. saying? And it defeats the purpose of the vest. But when you got yeah. on one of those, those you know, thin, fitted right, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, right up on you as a layer, 
I'm like, oh, this how this shit supposed to work. <laughs> right. And right. and that way, like you could you could get away with doing something warm without doing something bulky, you know. Mm-hmm. Especially like when I was shooting, when I was shooting, the good thermal vest was you know leave your arms free to move about, but keep your core at the right temperature. I appreciated the vest. And <clears throat> as we move on in this conversation, I actually mm-hmm. bought a new vest this weekend. Oh, okay. Look at that. Yeah, yeah. Shit. One of the slim pieces? Nah, it was one of those. It was more of like a, it's actually a hunt hunting vest, but I needed it okay. for utility. You know what I'm saying? Oh, okay. Got it. We're shooting it. down it. at Jackson State homecoming. Okay. And okay. And you know we like was a safari kinda, looking vest. Yeah, it was a safari esque, hunter hunter esque. You know what I'm saying? I don't right, know. Right. Yeah. It looked like right. no, I know what it looked like. It looked like nigga was about to go skeet shooting. That's what it looked like. Uh, okay. <laughs> duck hunt. Little yeah. Like, hunt. Little, little wow. skeet shooting. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah, you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, Drops. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. That type of shit. Some shells in your shit. Yeah. Yeah. With some shells in this pocket. You know what I mean? Right, <laughs> Flask right. in the other. You know that type of shit. Um. Yeah. But, you know, we down there shooting and, you know, those big events like that, one, homecoming, two, right. you don't know where you're going to be able to park. So you having your car as home base it might not work because you might be too far, you know? Right. So I was like, man, I need something to hold, you know, these batteries and just all kind of utility shit that you got to carry with you when you when you shoot. A couple other lenses mm-hmm. and shit. And... Shit, I was very happy with that purchase. It was a, it was a, it was an awesome purchase. Spur of the moment. It yeah. was just a, a split, sit, split second decision because my homeboy who was uh-huh. shooting also, he pulled out what I thought was a vest, but it wasn't a vest. You know what uh-huh. I'm saying? I was like, damn, I might need one of them because you know you thinking, do I have to carry this backpack right. all around? That's 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 terrible when you got to shoot in the backpack. But then you can't put the backpack down at no homecoming. You, you know, you yeah, ain't got no accommodations to hold it and store it. So be up. I'm like, let me get this vest. And the vest was dope. The vest was dope. You know what I'm saying? It made the whole experience better because I ain't had to worry uh, about, you know what I'm saying? Do uh, I need to stash this over here and I had to go back over here to get this? And now nah, I had everything right in its proper place. Right. It's dope. Uh, Made things more efficient. You know what I'm saying? Looking like one of them B and H motherfuckers. Yeah, they definitely. be rocking them vests. But yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mine was a lot cooler because it wasn't yeah, a B and H vest. So. It was a skeet shooting <laughs> vest. It's looking like Denzel okay. in American Gangster when they was skeet shooting. <laughs> uh I gotta remember that. I gotta look back on that. I gotta look back you know on that. That yeah. uh, that reference. He ain't have on the. It, he ain't have on the vest. He had on a shooting jacket. But you know what I'm saying? You know the vibe. Okay, I got you. <laughs> How was Jackson State? Wait, that's in Mississippi? Yeah, or, Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson State. How was it? It was dope, man. It was dope. You know, I've been to a lot of homecomings, but I've never been to theirs. I've never been to Mississippi on purpose. So, mm, okay. um, I'm, I've passed through it, but I've never, you know what I'm saying? I've never even stopped. Never intended to go. Nah, I never okay. like, I'm going to Mississippi, you know? Right, right, right. But, right. You know, they got Dion this- out there. So you know it's yeah yeah it's it's something that's drawing people out, um, mm-hmm. so 
that was that made it a homecoming of note. You know what I'm saying? It would be his first homecoming in the wild. And um so Did you get to shoot nope. shoot him at all? Nope. Nah. Mm-mm. They was very protective yeah. of Dion. You know what I mean? But mm. you know, he he had the he had the um the ankle thing, he had a fractured ankle or something. So he was like on one of them little oh, okay. knee scooters and oh, shit. Damn. So oh, kinda damn. put him out of the you know, scope of where we were at. And, um, right. Got it. So I didn't get to shoot Dion, like, not yet. We probably go back and, and really shoot him, but I didn't get to shoot him on this run. And he had my, he had my dog out there. Who's that? My, my favorite young rapper, Young Dolph. Oh, uh, oh yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Oh, no. Nah, Dolph from Memphis. Okay. Oh, Dolph. right. I saw it. I saw a little clip. He was in yeah. the locker room with yeah, them getting a mic. He was the locker yes. room. You know what I'm saying? He was okay. the locker room yeah. celebrator with the team. Now, so, that was after they won or before they won? That was getting them hyped for the, the game? That was after okay. they won. You know how, like, the, the, the big college coaches bring in, you know, one of them rappers to kick it with the team, whoever the team fuck yeah. with, and they bring them in yeah. and, you know, celebrate with the team to help morale and shit. Probably one of that's them. That's a kind wild of booking. Yeah, that's an interesting booking because I mean, is it is it a rap if they don't win, or do you still gotta go on with the get hype? <laughs> that's a tougher gig I mean, when they don't win. I mean, yeah. you might just jump in the sprinter and dip. <laughs> yeah, I think so. I think you might have to take that take that check, yeah. keep it going. Listen, we tried, we tried. Yeah, it was man. a gamble. But I don't want none um, of that losing energy on me, so I'm going. Nah, to- not at all. I definitely don't want to be on video with these motherfuckers. Not this week. Yeah, not this week. Maybe next week. Uh, I'll do something via Zoom. Uh, well, let me ask you this, because you know Jackson seems to be one of the few black colleges to actually have a homecoming. I don't know if FAMU canceled theirs, but I know nah, Clark going, canceled going to theirs. Go strong. Oh, FAMU is going to rattle on, huh? They oh, rattling on next week, baby. That's what's up. We're that gonna talk good. about that. We're gonna good. talk about that. So oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so keep going. What's the Jackson? How was the Jackson State vibe? What was Jackson the, State vibe was. I, I like their vibe. It's real cool. It's real peaceful. But it's you know what I'm saying you could tell is you know they hype. You know the way that their campus is set up. You know is very streamlined to, you know, that one strip where everybody who's coming to the campus is gonna be on this one strip. So. It makes it easy to find your folks. It makes it, you know what I'm saying, easy to make a smaller crowd look bigger than what it actually is. But they had a great time. It was a great vibe. Um, we were following um, uh, Cortez Bryant uh, from Blueprint Group. Used to manage Nikki and Drake and Wayne, Young Money, you know, helped mm-hmm. co-founded Young Money Sports and stuff. Um, so he was, we was following him, and um, he was doing his thing and moving about. Definitely, you know, the celebrity of the school, you know, definitely got great connections. Everybody fucking with him. Um, Introduced me to a lot of the people that worked with him in his career that all came from Jackson State. So, you know, it's interesting when you see, you know, crews from their school come together and actually be super successful. Like the guy who do Young Money Sports, he from Jackson State. CJ, who worked with Drake, you know, when Drake be like, CJ got the credit card and a whole lot of ones. He from Jackson State with them. So, you know what I'm saying? It's interesting to watch as somebody from the outside of, you know what I mean, fly on the wall and watch how it all go down. And they, you know what I'm saying, like the way he he do the homecoming is different because 
These, you know, you know, he threw he throw a party on the Friday and the Saturday and shit. But the the beauty of that shit was he throw a free party, and it's like not no outside just random free party. It's a real party. It's in a venue. You know what I'm saying? You got performances and drink. You know what I mean? But it's free, which takes a a a, a heavy load off a of homecoming when you're trying to make your decisions on what you're doing, and you ain't bought no ticket for the party, and not a line down the street. You ain't you know what I'm saying? It alleviates all that shit. It's just enough room to accommodate everybody. And you make it free. That's something I, I was. I told him I was like, man, fam, you ain't got no free parties for these. <laughs> that yeah. shit, that shit is going on line to get your ticket, man. <laughs> Gotta make this paper. So who who underwrites it? Who underwrites the? the I, I didn't. I didn't get State? all in the business. I'm just saying that I ain't seen no sponsor signs or none of that shit. Look like they did. Mm. And it was official. It was a good party, drinks. Yeah, it was food, official. Good party. DJ. They had, you know what I'm saying, a couple of like, you know, five thousand dollar acts performing. Yeah, shy performing. Had Pastor Troy, I guess from their era that was, you know what I mean? Pastor Troy was the shit. So, you know, it, it was a vibe. You know what I'm saying? They had their vibe. You know, they talked a lot of shit. You know what I'm saying? Cause everybody think they homecoming is the best homecoming. You know what I mean? That's just course, HBCU. Yeah. But that's how it's supposed to be. You know, it's supposed to be that, you right. know, because it's the place where you came of age. That's the place where you discovered your grownness and had your fun right. and figured out what you was going right. to do in life with the niggas who was around you. So learned how to party. Right. Learn how to party, learn how to do this, learn how to all that. You know what I'm saying? So first time grown away from your mom and them. So. Right. Yeah, it's gonna be the best place ever, and ain't nowhere else in the in the in the world like that, especially at an HBCU right. because, you know, it's all black. You ain't got no, you don't have the white gaze. You don't have the police gaze. You don't have the hood gaze. You just got y'all in one place. Right. You know what I'm saying? My homeboy was like he he was talking to his son and said something about um some something white. Oh, he, he took him out to dinner in the regular city. And his son told him, he was like, man, I forgot white people existed. You know what I'm saying? Because he, he had a NCANT, you know what I mean? So that's how it is when you're on an HBCU campus. And, and if you didn't go there and, and experience that, you wouldn't necessarily know that. You wouldn't understand that. You know what I'm saying? Even if you're black, if you didn't experience it, you wouldn't really get it. So... It's good to watch it and good to see it. They had a great time. They tailgate shit was, you know what I'm saying? They was having a great time out there. You know what I'm saying? They was getting it in. Um, the game had, it was, had 50-something thousand people. They're supposed to be the biggest HBCU crowd homecoming ever. So, you know, it was good. It was cute. Mm, did it look like it? Look like the biggest homecoming crowd ever, you said? Yeah, yeah. But, but of- see, the thing is, they don't have a stadium on that campus. So they're using like the municipal stadium. You know, most HBCUs have a smaller stadium. So, right. no, you're not going to have 50,000 people at homecoming because your stadium might only fit 25 or 30. You know right. what I mean? Right. So that's the advantage. Like if, if, if you know, some of these schools put their homecoming game at a municipal stadium, it might be different. But most people have their stuff on their campus. So, right. yeah, it's, it's you know. So I, I, I forgot to give my ass on that. Okay. How <laughs> feel it be around 50,000 people in the midst of a pandemic? I wasn't around them. I was down on the field, so I wasn't okay. that close to them. 
Um, but I felt like I left that with COVID. But you know, hey. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he was like, "Fuck it." Ah, it got me. I got. I had a good time. He got the COVID, dog. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> shit. That is a damn shame. That that's that's the new parting gift. Like, well, shit. I had it. It was worth it. It better feel worth it if you're gonna get it. You know right. what I mean? Shit, man. Right. I done felt it a couple couple days this week. It wasn't always worth it, but I hopefully I ain't got it. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I might, I might uh, just double back on that uh, at home COVID test. First of all, they never even asked to see the test. They was definitely taking on our honor. Like we could have <laughs> definitely just said, "Yo, yeah, I did it." I could have not done it and said whatever, but I did it, and it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. Maybe I ain't go all the way in my nostril like I should have. I went enough to where they gave me the the feedback that I needed and said no COVID. Mm-hmm. But um, it, I, I'm thinking about maybe uh, copping a couple just to have on hand. You know I what I'm saying? Know somebody uh, with some. Oh yeah. Well, I know I got a plug, but if you got a, a immediate plug, I might. I, I might. I mean, fuck if you with got you. a plug, shit, it might be closer than yeah. my plug. But yeah, I definitely got seen somebody say, "Yeah, I got them COVID yeah. tests." Like, damn, nigga, why you yeah, got them COVID yeah. tests? <laughs> you get them on Amazon. You get them mm. on Amazon. You get them at Walgreens and shit like that. Uh, I was oh speaking of homecomings though, which is interesting. I'm just keeping a little bit of an eye on it. I ain't all the way in uh, super deep in the story, but um, I don't know if you peeping it, but there's like a whole lot of um, not a whole lot, but there's some uh, there's a sitting going on at Howard. Mm-hmm. Like uh, you know these kids are saying that. The conditions, the living conditions are not up to par mm-hmm. considering what they're paying tuition. So they've been doing a sit-in in Blackburn, and this is kind of the week of Howard Homecoming. They still got the Yard Fest scheduled. Funny thing is no, their Yard Fest this year is Oh, well, I'm looking at it. Stand. Maybe I'm looking at something dated. I guess maybe they did cancel it because I saw it. It looked like it was still on, but I had also seen that certain artists were dropping out. Yeah, but, I think, uh, I think yeah. they canceled they canceled Yard Fest and the, the tailgate. So there's they you know they're gonna still do the game with limited okay. capacity, but they didn't um, they canceled the Yard Fest and um, the tailgate, okay. which is right there on the quad as well on Saturday. So yeah. that's their big shit. Okay. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. Well, they had funny thing was they planned to have the Yard Fest indoors, and it was gonna be in Crampton this this year, Ooh. which is which is different. Why, would, why would they do that? Right? I don't know. That don't even make much sense that given if you try not COVID. to have COVID. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but that was what it says on their website. It was supposed uh, to be there at 7 p.m. It was a late one, too. Oh, that's so that's the knows. homecoming concert. There ain't no damn yard fest. But they got it listed as Yard Fest. Right. They got it listed they as Yard Fest. They just want to use the brand. That's all. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, salute to all the people out there trying to, you know, doing their, um, their protest over there at Howard. Salute to the Howard alumni. If y'all got some more insight, hit us in the comments. Uh, yeah, dude, that's kind of crazy though. Jackson State. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Shout out to Dion Cor- is definitely helping. Go ahead, yeah, shout out to Dion Cortez, Brian. Uh, you know CJ. You know, and they whole little crew. Um, mm-hmm. definitely got shit going on. It was definitely fun. Hanging out and being hosted. Like when you're hosted at a, you know what I'm saying, a new HBCU, it's always different. You know what I'm saying? 
Right. You, you know, right. hey, what you drinking, man? You know, you pointing, you know, get you, right. on, you know, off the grill. Even uh, even the strangers, you know what I'm saying, was showing love. Even right. Even the um strangers was showing love. Like, you know, we was we was shooting and one guy who was like, you know, they've been tailgating in that spot. Same spot since, you know what I'm saying, uh the eighty nine or something like that. Wow. And you know what man. I mean? Like, you want a plate? I'm like, man, what you got? Mm-hmm. And everything was pork. <laughs> like, ah, I can't uh, fuck with you. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, well, fuck you then. Hold on, let me ask you this. Anything, did you eat anything good? Anything fire? Any fish? Any, you know nah, what I mean? Any of, nah, huh? it's working. Too too much working, you know what I'm saying? When uh, I'm okay. working like that, I don't really eat to the end, you know what I mean? Uh-huh, uh-huh. So, and then... Home, go ahead. Homecoming ain't for eating good. <laughs> no, no, it's not eating he- well. It's not good for eating healthy. Right. But I say this, and maybe it's Howard, and I think FAMU, mm-hmm. not even the AU, but I, and I don't know what goes in what order. But I, I might have to put homecoming fried fish at the top of the fried fish list. Mm-hmm. Uh. In my mind, like, I, you know, there's certain places that I could think of. Like, there's plenty of places, you know, in Harlem just particularly mm-hmm. where you can get fried fish. Mm-hmm. And some is better than others. You know what I mean? Depends on what you like. Some is, I like a good crispy right out the oil type of fried fish. And I think the fried fish, maybe it was just in that moment. It was either at Hampton, it was either at Howard or it was either at FAMU. No, I know it was at Howard, but I think I had some at FAMU too. But I know for sure I had some fried fish at Howard. That shit was out of here like like so much so that i made this proclamation i think homecoming fried fish is like the top tier mm-hmm. and then you know what i mean hood spot fried fish might come in second you know what i mean we could go from there well i mean i might even put at the house fried fish over hole in the wall fried fish depending on what hole in the wall you're going to but um go ahead you were about to say now homecoming fried good. fish is good because it it don't give it enough time to not be fresh. You know what I'm saying? Cause yeah. as soon as you pull up and as soon as the grease get hot, the line finna be there. You know what I'm saying? So really you always playing catch up when you got the fish. You know what I mean? You you playing you you trying to play the line the whole week and from the time you touch down to the time you leave, you're gonna have a line at the fried fish spot at homecoming. So mm-hmm. that's that's one thing that you, it don't leave enough time for it to to not be good. It don't sit around. It ain't never no time where it could sit around because it's always a line, right? You know. So I can see that. Agreed. Done. The, Agreed. Yeah, yeah. And fan, you they got to do who got the little conk stand. <laughs> Shit mm-hmm. down there, be impossible to get some conk. That line be thick all the way all weekend. Conk mm. salad, fried conk. So you get both together. Nah, I don't, I don't really buy conk salad from outside. Okay, because you know it. conk salad is like ceviche, so it's like not, uh, it's okay. not cooked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you know it's cooking right. in the vinegar type shit. Right, right. Nah, that right, shit, right, I need right. some good refrigeration on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you don't <laughs> know how long that shit been sitting out. Right, that ain't yeah. that ain't for the. Outside homecoming festivity, <laughs> right? <laughs> for right, me, right. for me, you know what I'm saying. People get yeah, it. I dig it. Mm-hmm. But uh, I like you know. Uh, so yeah, so fan, you having a homecoming, which is gonna be off the chain. 
You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So Will Packer is uh they haven't they built the amphitheater where the girls' dorms used to be. And they naming it okay. out the Will Packer. I think it's the Packer Pavilion or something like that. So ah, that's big. So that's gonna be a movie. Cause you know, they're gonna have uh uh Stephen A. Smith doing first take from the stage, then Kevin Hart doing his serious show from the stage. Then I guess oh, they're wow. gonna do their their form of yard fest after that. Uh mm. so that's already on a whole, you know, and then, you know, he put out a little promo, a fundraising promo with DJ Envy, Taraji, and all the other HBCU people, you know what I'm saying, mm-hmm. the other day. So the hype on it is real. So, you know, so, you know, fan, you're very competitive. They just, you know, they just entered the swack, you know, with a newly formed rivalry with Jackson State. So... Okay. Yeah. Are they playing them that weekend? They 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 played them in the um they played them in the the classic. The first week was the Orange Blossom Classic in Miami. So Oh, that, I heard about that. Yeah, yeah they they okay. played they played, you know what I'm saying? Jackson State won by like one point or something silly, you know. Oh wow. Yeah. You, know, yeah. you know, black colleges yeah. they don't really kick field goals that good. So <laughs> <laughs> You know how that shit be. There always That's be an extra it. point missed somewhere. <laughs> So that's gonna be crazy. Mm-hmm. You know, ready for that. Yeah. That's next week. Yeah, on the, the weekend of the thirtieth. That's hard. So Will done displaced the female dorms, huh? Where where do they stay now? Now nah, they moved them, you know. Again, you can't keep them dorms, you know, too long or your kids will be protesting, you know what I'm saying? Them, them. <laughs> <laughs> can't win for losing, huh? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you gotta keep you gotta keep developing, you know? So yeah. they they've they've already developed where the girls dorms at now, you know what I mean? Okay. They God, moved all it. of that shit down by the stadium, like down the hill. All the okay. stuff that used to be on t- up top, like the girls' dorms, the calf and the um Post office and you know the set. The whole set used to be right up there at the top of the hill. They moved it. Yeah, they Damn, moved, they moved it down. the set. Yeah, uh, you know. Damn. I don't think they. I guess they. I don't know if they officially call that shit down there the set, but the set still the mm. set to the old people. You know, the old people gonna go right, straight right. to. The, oh, cause so it's still there. It's still there. Yeah, it's not, the street is still been, there okay. where the set is. Yeah. Okay. And that's what still I, people still be there homecoming. You know, it's still uh, some right. activity up top right there. So okay. I think that pavilion. Will help. Now that I'm thinking about it, I think that must. I think the more unrecognizable your campus look when you come back for homecoming, the better your school is doing. Right. You know what I mean? Like if you think about it, because like when I go down there, I, a lot of that shit looks totally different. So they done built all types of new things and stuff like that. It don't even feel like the same campus. I guess that's a good thing, but it just it's hard to to uh, you know for, as a touchstone. It's a little murky, mm-hmm. but it is what it is. Um, I was going to say something about what, oh, speaking of that, you said that, hey, kids out there protesting. I thought I was watching one of the little videos of the protest from Howard, and they interviewed this one kid. None of the kids wanted to be identified because, you know, they didn't want to get expelled, understood. Mm-hmm. They got their face masks on. You know, you can still kind of know who's who. Mm-hmm. Know who's who. Mm-hmm. But um, one kid was like, you know, 
I don't mind being expelled from school because, you know, if as long as when I look back, you know, they have better, uh, I hear they got better conditions, I'll be like, well, I helped make that happen. And I was like, I want to know what your parents think your mama with say. that statement. <laughs> well, that, that, that fucking action she, you talking yeah, with not man. your money. 70,000 <laughs> in, 80,000 right. in, you talking about you wouldn't mind. <laughs> you wouldn't mind, exactly. Oh, shit, man. But, you know, you know, look, man, that's generational. Somebody got to push the line. You know what I mean? So <laughs> salute to those out there. Salute to the, you know what I mean, out there making good trouble. Um, <laughs> anyway, uh, shit, dude. Did you see the the uh, the BMF? Yep. Did. I just saw it today. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I had to catch yeah, up. Yeah, I seen it. I'm getting Which, used to the well, flow we got, of it. We got know? the pat. Huh? Yeah, yeah. The, I was about to say, well, we got the pat episode that you were saying that was needed. That came a little, little later, but we got a little bit of pat backstory. A little quick, little quick montage. Right, right, right. Yeah, we got some, got some, we got some. little quick, quick little joint. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I think they just should have went on ahead and started with that shit, you know, mm-hmm. and played it all the way out instead of giving us flashbacks. Um, yeah, but you know, I'm I'm starting to you know feel the flow of of how they do it. So you know, I I'm not um <clears throat> I'm not on that this week. You know, what I'm saying I, I actually enjoyed the episode. You know, what I'm saying um I really you know Pat Wood Harris again is the real MVP on that show. He holding that shit down. Mm. You know, what I'm saying As, mm-hmm. like he's very the real very authentic. I think I think Lil Meech to be a young dude playing somebody from that era and he wasn't there I think mm-hmm. he's doing a great job you know what I'm saying mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but I like T his character I'm starting to I'm starting to feel that character a lot more you know what I'm saying I, I like how he I like his growth you know what I'm saying this episode mm-hmm. especially is a turn, turning point for his character um, mm-hmm. and I um, I fucks with it you know what I'm saying I, I, I like how he holding that shit down he got good presence on the screen so I'm rocking with that. Um, so to the storyline this week, um, you know, they hit the stash spot. Well, they hit the the, the truck. You know, they they came and, you know, made noise at the truck. And, uh, you know, they're just fucking with these young boys. And it's, and it's funny because, you know, Lamar's supposed to be an old school nigga. So it's, it's you know what I mean, it's, it's fitting that he would be fucking with him the way he's fucking with him. And then just take their shit, and uh, <clears throat> but I like how T was like, man, what we man, we what we gonna do? T was like, man, we ain't gonna do nothing. I'm take me home, go to bed. <laughs> I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> Relax. I gotta shit. take a breath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot going on, nigga. <laughs> but right. what, what tripped out the hole in the motherfucker story is okay. T made a deal with the plug, who he now realizes is the plug. Lisa, Lisa, but yeah. but they ain't got no money. Then they just get yeah, robbed for I all their whole stash. That's what it seemed like. There's a couple things that didn't <laughs> add up, but yeah, it looked like that. It looked like that. And now I guess, based on that little footnote that Meech says at the end, it seems like hopefully it'll all be uh, worked out. But it seems like T kind of betraying Meech a little bit, or. 
you know, setting up his own thing independent of him. He said, he said, you know, when I turned, when I tried to set some stuff up outside of Pat, it was like turning my back on a father figure. Uh-huh. And T took my uh, took my lead and turned his back on me. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that's what it looked like. So I don't know how that how that um reconciles but, itself. But but in the you know, game, that was interesting. In the game, though, I like that they point that out. Because, mm-hmm. and especially in the crack era of the game where, you know, that shit was just moving so fast and everybody was, it was the wild, wild west. Everybody right. just figuring this shit out. T, still in high school. You know what I'm saying? So, right. the the thing about it is, you know, like it's moving so fast, you trying to grow just as fast as you getting it, right? And that's what mm-hmm. he was trying to tell Pat. But now, they're in a situation where, they blew that whole plug, that whole Pat situation. You know what I'm saying? T stumbled across the plug, and now he got the plug. And that's the who he who hath the plug has the power. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So right. like, nigga, what? What you want to do? And they brothers though. So you know, you know how that's gonna turn out. Oh damn, little little brother got the plug. God damn, this nigga putting me on. And then you just work it from there. It ain't. It should be no trip. It ain't like he double crossed them or no shit. He's well, I thought that. I thought that. Um, maybe I'm. I messed up. I thought that he went. I thought they went back in with Pat after they dealt with homie. Well, Pat say bring him his motherfucking money because he had fronted them the okay. fronted them the two. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now he want his bread, which I don't know how they're gonna do that because they ain't got no bread. Right. I don't even know how T finna cop. You talking about he want to buy yeah. his up front I, with what? Unless T got his right. own little stash, mm, which, which I don't possible. think so. But I wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. But I don't know if he got that much stash. Right. There was but, a little inconsistency. Right. Go ahead. Go ahead. So what? yeah. So you know, it's not really adding up how they gonna bust these moves and all that. But you know, it's interesting. It's interesting. Mm. What you think? I say this about T. Uh, one thing speaking of his performance and I don't know I don't I'm trying to figure out uh I like the lazy eye I like how he's coming because that's a hard thing to pull off and I'm trying <laughs> to figure out that's what I'm thinking is it a prosthetic or is he holding it because like I don't even like playing like that I don't even I never you know how certain people be fucking around with their eyes and they do the wild shit to get laughs and shit I don't never I always was like nah that shit you, you fucking around because I remember trying one time I felt like I popped a ligament a little bit and I got I got scared to death I ain't never want that um shout out to my lazy eye people low but um you know like I was like if he pulling off a lazy eye like in the act and that's another level I got to give him. You know, you, I know you. You know, you got the face acting academy. I think that that's a that's a category. Lazy eye, but mm-hmm. uh, maybe it's a prosthetic because it, he it's it's consistent. Like once he took his shit off and he saw his, his eye was wandering, as homegirl said, I started paying attention because he started doing more scenes with no no glasses. So I'm like, mm-hmm. let me. Is he committing? Is he committing? You know, um, I thought that was cool. I thought the moment. In the sneaker store, that disrespect felt palpable. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? It was just everybody all around. And I thought, I fuck with Lamar. You know, I like Lamar. And I, I sent you the thing. I didn't know Lamar was from the UK. Yeah, I didn't know he either. was an English cat, which threw me. But, they, they, these English cats, is, they killing them. They like, but, they like operatives. Right. But, go but ahead. it does explain his off-brandness, though. You know what I'm saying? 
it because you know something about him that's a little off kilter from you know from black black but go ahead uh, see I kind of got more from him more like old head was in jail so he's disconnected to this new generation he kind right. of I don't want to say a relic, but he kind of like, he ain't going to be all the way in step with what these young kids is doing. He's still right. kind of, you know what I mean? And to you right. straddling it. you right. Um, and that, that, but that, that kind of lends it, lends a hand to it being a, a foreign character. You know what I'm saying? Right. Cause okay. it, it, you know, it's probably easier to make that step, but go ahead. Right. So I like that. I like you know. I like his character. Um, it's what was what did I like the Cato thing? That shit starting to it's starting to feel a little sloppy. It's a little all over the place too. Like tone wise, it was a good episode, but there some moments with there's a little things that kind of was you know like okay. The first thing that I peeped that threw me, and maybe this is a little small thing, but. I thought when Meech brought T to the stash house, it sounded like that was T's first time ever at that stash house. Mm-hmm. He was like, okay, this is what's up. I like this, whatever, whatever. Right. But when Cato and Homie came through to get the bread, T pulled up the um, the cushion on the couch and got the bread. Like, mm-hmm. how you know that? He never. You just walked in two minutes before. He didn't show you where the stash was at. I thought that was a little that's just more of like a just an inconsistency. Right. Who, who um, T went and got the bread? Yeah, T went and got right. the bread out the couch. Mm-hmm. Right. I'm like, how you know where the stash is at? And you literally just got walked in here. This your first time even you ain't even sit on the couch yet. <laughs> so that was one. But um then it was a little odd with Cato when Lamar came through, put the gun in her mouth, you know what I mean? So look, you know, I know you whatever, you trying to Say face out there, but if you ever lift a gun to me again, I kill you. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and she looked shell shocked. Next scene, she over there with homie. I don't know if that was to throw people off, or she was just she had to compartmentalize in a different type of manner. But mm-hmm. that shit just seemed erratic as fuck. Well, um, she probably was just shook. You know what I'm saying? Need to blow off some steam. It's a hard, long day. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. right she done right, almost got right. big homie killed. The, you know what I'm saying? She, you know, it's been a rough day. Maybe that's what I'm trying to give her that benefit of the doubt. But it just, it just, it, it, it was just the way it kind of played out. Like right. immediately after she over here, like, and then you know what I'm saying? It was a, it. They could have showed a little bit more of her, like, kind of. Processing that and like making that decision to, you know what I mean? It just felt a little off. That's just my mm-hmm. own thing. Mm-hmm. But um, other than that, man, I like you know I like the uh, we getting to see Meech's. Was the first time we ever seen Meech's baby moms and the kid, the mm-hmm. baby, <laughs> yeah, the baby looked like. Been over the- <laughs> Yeah, the baby looked like she didn't know who he was when he picked the baby up. The baby was looking at the moms like, "Yo, who is this? <laughs> who, this? who is it?" Like, he you gotta cool? watch it back. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, if I don't know how they got that out the kid actor, that little baby, but whatever. That they made it. Maybe they just kept Meech in his trailer and kept the baby moms with the baby for a while. But that shit paid off because that baby looked scared. Like, yo, who? arms in my end right now ma what are you doing that was real interesting y'all gotta watch that again because if we talk about face acting that baby is nominated i'm telling you that baby is this is one of the best babies so far 
<laughs> baby looked over like, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah, watch that shit back. Please watch it back. Uh, you know what I mean? That was interesting. They about to jump off. She getting undressed right in front of the baby. I mean, I guess the baby ain't going to really process all of but, that. But it they left the, pops, the baby but... out there by the, by the baby's self. <laughs> right, right. Come right, on right, now. Right. That, what, what, yeah. what was the baby in the crib? What, the, what was the baby just crawling around? Uh, I'm right, like, right. We right, out right, of right. here. Go ahead now. Right. <laughs> you know what? Maybe that, that's, why that, maybe that's why that baby be looking so wary. <laughs> the baby just is on its own. Because even the moms was like, come on, you ain't come here to see that baby. I think she even said that baby. She didn't even say your daughter. She said, you ain't come here to see that baby. Like that, who the fuck? So that was that. That was interesting. Um, what else? Homie. I like uh, homie, though. That, the, my man that got shot up. I like that cat. I like this. He was, right. he was, he was, he, he had a good cool. instinct. Mm hmm. Yeah, he had good instinct. Um, you know, Lamar and Cash Doll. I forget what Cash Doll's um, uh, what you call it. Her her mm -hmm. character name is. Mm -hmm. But you know they they doing what they do. Mm -hmm. um, uh, See, they 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 went in on that little scene. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, they went in. It was funny. She put her own leg up. Yeah, I like how she <laughs> had was... her own shit. Right? Like, she like okay, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let me do this. Come on, uh, with it. right? Yeah, that was that was cool. Uh, what else? Oh, the parent, the pops. You know what I mean? Uh, pops and moms is looking like it was going to be something, but the the, the, the cops yeah. came through. Mm -hmm. um, remind I I I don't like on the internet how they sound like meets biggest hater. You know what I'm saying? And they got Ooh, Lamar. the cop. They got Lamar. Then they got his daddy. You're like eh, his daddy ain't really a hater. He's a father. He's yeah, a father. He ain't but you know what I'm saying? Shit, Trying yeah. to you know what I mean? Enforce what he feels is right. You know what I mean? Everybody right, kind of right. like fall back for the because it's the money. But you know what I'm saying? Come on, like it's real life, man. You could do that shit all you want to keep it away from my house. You know what I mean? And right, right. now, that's not what you're doing. You know, and yeah. you don't want that yeah. to overcome, you know what I'm saying? All your work and sacrifice is nothing no more because, you know what I'm saying, your son yeah. out there selling rocks, you know what I'm saying? And yeah. and and you feel that your wife deferring to mm -hmm. your son who's now, quote unquote, the breadwinner. You know what I mean? Right. It's a it's a interesting dynamic that the crack era put parents in. You know what I'm saying? You see right. it on Snowfall with Franklin's mother. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's like, you know it ain't right. You see what it's doing. You see what's happening in the community, but it's coming from your house. You know what I mean? Right. And right, right. you could be a capitalist about it and be like, shit, but we getting bread. Or you might yes. have some type of more. You probably was already had faith. You've been made it, done made it this far through life without that. And, you know, you putting right. food on the table and y'all, you know, putting the pieces together and, and, you know what I mean, and faith has brought you through. But now you putting faith in the dollars and it becomes a whole different thing that a lot of people don't talk about. You know what I'm saying? It's just a thing that people don't talk about, you know? Yeah, I like how they doing that. I like, I mean, I like how they doing it too because it, 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 it rides that line. It's like, you know, and not only just the moms, but... Your other son, you know, T said to his pops, he was like, "Well, don't let your don't let your ego get in the way of this family." <laughs> like, what? 
Hold on, fam. Like it's it's deeper than my. This ain't my ego. You know what I mean? Listen, son. This ain't my ego. This is my more. These are my morals, which I thought I instilled to y'all. So, but you know, to say just to show how sensitive it is, you know, he must have he must have considered that because right. at he, the end of the christening, that's sitting that's sat in his in his chest because yeah. in that moment he probably was operating from his ego, not. In totality, but just in that moment, mm-hmm. I ain't even coming to that christening, none of that. You know what I mean? I ain't coming right. to eat with y'all, none of that shit. You know what I mean? Because because yeah. he, he in that, his feelings. Yeah. yeah, and in that moment, what was so interesting was he had conceded. He was like, "Y'all wouldn't miss it for the world. We going we're gonna be a family again in this moment." And then here come the cops, and right. it just shows how disruptive. What right. they doing is to the family. To you know what I mean, pulled up at the church. Yeah, right. the church. But you know, but see, but um, then only uh-huh. T could have delivered that line because he the favorite child. You know what I'm saying? He right, won. Right, he the one right. who who could mm-hmm. really do something. Um, you know that that yeah. none of the rest of them had done. You know, right, but, right. Shit, he the man. And you one. can't black his eye. Yeah, because he shit is. You know, he's in. You know, he's in the rears right now. Uh, I was gonna say something. What you think of Pastor Snoop? <laughs> <laughs> that shit is comical, man. That wig <laughs> they got on his head covering them. Yeah, that little, shit is yeah. comical. <laughs> I mean, he getting it uh, off though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah that's that just like Snoop. You know what I'm saying? You know that's some bad right. acting. You know that's Snoop Dogg. You know what I'm saying? He ain't even breaking right. character that much. You know what I'm saying? His own character. <laughs> right. But he get away with it because that's Snoop Dogg, man. Look at Snoop. He got pastor energy. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Look at Snoop. Oh, man. <laughs> Yeah, man. I'm trying to think, man. I enjoyed it. I'm ready for the next week. I'm, you know, I'm I'm locked in. Uh, I thought this was a yeah. It was definitely a good Pat episode. Yeah, I, I uh, fought with Pat, man. Even though he on yeah. that crack, but you know, yeah, he still, yeah, but he's he still, you know, a formidable OG mm-hmm. on the decline. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right. Still, right. even though, still know what time it is, though. Yeah, he ain't all the way done. He ain't right. all the way off. Count me out. He might he might double back. Yeah, he might double back. He on point. He's on point. Even his man's ain't no. That was a nice little spin. Um like I said, man, the K out the Kato thing is a little she gotta figure it out because Meach seemed like he on her. And they, you know, everybody else kind of going against, you know, like they kind of trying to talk him out of his intuition. But mm-hmm. it seemed like from the door, Meach ain't really trust her anyway. Mm-hmm. So there's that that little relationship between Meech and the my man. What's my man's name? That's that's um oh, jumping off with Kato. Yeah, yeah. his homie smashing Kato. That shit always seems so unbound. Like it always feel like something. Like I, I'm waiting for the the shoe to fall there. Cause yeah, that's that the one that you already know. That's the given. Yeah, yeah. And then I don't know whatever happened to my man. Um, I think Fillmore or Flipmo, my man that was in in prison. Uh, I mean, not in prison, but in the hospital. I he guess did. maybe maybe he went to North Carolina. Maybe Lamar met. Oh, he did. Yeah. yeah. They, okay. Remember they, right. the police were saying that his mother said that he went to North Carolina. She hasn't heard from him and he doesn't know where where he um. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah. Oh, so he dipped. He, he went on ahead and dipped. Interesting. I wonder if he gonna come back or that was the end of him. Wonder if he wanted any revenge. Oh uh, yeah, he probably pop back up season two. Yeah, yeah, I probably. Don't forgot about him. I think my man who though who you just said at odds with Meech. I think the uh-huh. the the flip might be that he really stand tall for him after he find out Kato is ops. 
I think so. Because this kind of, they, this was kind of the more of him being, um, what's the word? Like, what I do respect about him, even though I guess how it plays out, it kind of looks like there'll be friction between him. He, not to say that he doesn't respect Meech, but he don't cower. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like he gonna be, he's gonna stand tall in his own conviction. Like he was like, "Look, man, I ain't want to have to go back and forth with you while my mom's was laid up in the hospital." You know what I'm saying? I know I ain't hit you back, but you know, shit is realer than whatever you talking about right now. <laughs> Mom Dukes is in the hospital. I can't. You know what I'm saying? No, no disrespect, Captain. <laughs> but I got. You know what I mean? Yeah, respectfully. I. You know what I mean? I gotta. I gotta be over there with Mom Dukes. Um, but, uh, you know, when I'm not there, I'm over here just so you know. And I think maybe that Cato thing will give him the opportunity to redeem himself and he might kill her. Mm-hmm. Who knows? Yeah. Oh man. Might just kill her. Yeah. Damn. Ah, uh, shit. I think that's it, man. All right, man. Yeah. I feel like we, yeah, we here. We did enough. No doubt. We cracked it off. Let us know what y'all think. Let us know if y'all got any other, you know, insights, any theories, any um, predictions for this BMF season, how y'all feeling it. You know what I mean? And uh, shit, until next week, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in the conversation. We out.